Hey, darling. What's up, Buzznet? Moves ain't sticking. Water ain't sticking. Feathers on the back, like a back end of a chicken. I ain't gonna use no silly hairspray. I'm having a bad hair day. Sorry about that. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 10 of What You're Chirping Now For, with me, Georgia Ralph. And me, Ella Bourne. How are you, Bourne? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Excited for it to be our 10th episode in. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Did you ever think we'd get to 10 episodes, or do you think we'd bottle it before? Um, I thought we'd get banned by then. Ah. Mm. Well... Yes. Not been banned yet. <laughs> we have passed the mark. Well, passing the mark. Passing the mark, yeah. Yeah. How has your week been? Should we start with low light and highlight? Yes, I already know what my low light is because it happened today. And as oh. soon as it happened, I thought that's going straight on the pod. So let's me set this scene, all right? Okay. Are you strapped in? Seatbelt is up the All right. So I got early to work, like to help out and stuff. But a long day, feeling a bit tired. I thought, you know what? I'm coming home, gonna have a nap, bit of self care. I'm gonna chill. Right? Tell me why? I'm kind of looking down on my phone. I open the bedroom door. And I think, what on earth is that smell? Oh no! Oh no! Ralph, Ralph. I counted fifteen separate poos. <laughs> fifteen. The dog has somehow right this is what baffles me and it sounds like a lie right and adam thought i was lying and then he checks for himself and it's true the dog can open our door and i'm not even joking with what should i do it like if the door shut she can reach out tip the handle and then nudge it with her head and she gets in so they've got in the got in the door it's then shut behind them they've panicked been in there for half a day before someone's like you know let them out not half a day it's a bit like dramatic but like someone comes in to let the dogs out during the day to make sure they're fine and sit with them mm. so during that time she's got stuck in there and she's pooed everywhere bless her oh no so by the time i've come home it's dried and it's physically stuck to the floor <laughs> And anyone who knows me knows that me and poo do not mix. Like, I cannot deal with picking up poo. It, I just gag so much. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I've gone downstairs and I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I'm a strong, independent woman. I can pick up some poo. <laughs> so Adam's mum's gone, oh, no, like, I'll come do it for you. And no, no, Joe, don't you worry. I'm on it. It's fine. So we got there with five ba- five poo bags and my pooper scoop. And... Uh, one one poo in, I'm gagging, windows are open, I'm retching over the thing, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I can't do this. So I have to go downstairs, I've gone, Joe, I'm going to need to reconsider, I need some uh, I need some reinforcement. She's come up, bless her, I'm literally by the window, gagging, she's on her hands and knees, like, picking up poo, just toilet roll, I'm going, and I've gone, I was like, Joe, thank you so much, I was like, how, how can you do this, like, how are you not gagging? She looks at me, dead in the eye, she goes, Els. I've, I've had four kids and two dogs. I can touch a bit of poo. And I went, oh, no, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, fair comment from her. No, yeah, absolutely valid point. But it's I just me have, being handsy. You've sent me a video before of you when this happened last time and the amount of retching made me retch. It was that bad. Yeah. So I can imagine on this occasion where there was 15 separate poos, that, that was pretty Bearing Bear in mind... There's a part of the floor that's slightly cracked. The poo had wedged itself in the crack. Oh, no. So spray it and scrub it. And then, and then, no. my favourite dressing gown on my bed. I go to move it and hang it up. There's poo on the bed and the dressing gown. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not the dog's fault, so I'm not going to blame the dogs. I mean, you, you have dog had dog. to come back from work wanting a peaceful evening. And mm-hmm. I had to deal with that, which I don't know. I'm I'm laughing, but also it's making my stomach churn a little bit. So I'm not sure if this is going to add to my highlight or low light. <laughs> I mean, that is by far the low light. And it happened, I thought, immediate it goes straight on the pod. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> what a story. And what about yeah. your highlight for the week? Um, well, I went to Centre Parks last week, uh, which was yeah. amazing. 
but that's not really this week. So can I count it? Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. All right. Centre Parks as a whole. What about you? What did What did you get up to at Centre Parks? I haven't heard anything oh, about it so far. Um, we did a lot of swimming, a lot of swimming, playing with my nephew, squash, badminton, like then just like board games like Monopoly, Rummy Cup, cooking, drinking. Yeah, good vibes. Nice. Bowling. Hmm. Sounds fun. What was your highlight and low light of the week? So I have got two low lights. One, the okay. first one is, so I live in two places. I live in London and have a flat there and I live with some friends. And then I also live in my brother's flat, flat in Loughborough. And Rich I'm spending... Two flats. <laughs> two flats, <laughs> Ralph. I don't pay anything for the one in Loughborough. My brother's very kind and lets me stay here yeah. for free. Um, but I'm spending a couple of weeks at home because we've got something exciting coming up which I'll share next week on the podcast because Ooh, I don't want to okay. ruin anything uh, just yet. Mm. Um, right. But I got back from London, walked in the flat, and my brother had been here for about a week or so. And it was an absolute state. There were clothes all over the floor. He'd taken my clothes off the air up, just opened my bedroom door and thrown them in my room. So my room was covered in clothes and all creased as well. Um, there was like the, the surfaces were just full of dirt, pots, pans. Oh, it was just gross. Everything about it was gross. And I couldn't walk in the living room without feeling stressed and I couldn't walk in my room without feeling stressed. So I just walked around in circles because I didn't know where to go or where to sit because nothing was, uh, nothing was nice to sit on. Oh no. Um, That was really, really frustrating. Um, And me and my brother did have a few arguments about it because he said it was fine and it just wasn't. Um, So that was one of my lowlights. Other low light was, um, as I said to you earlier, I had my helix pierced a couple of days ago. And um, that in itself is probably a highlight. I'm quite happy with it. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to have it done for ages. But so I went in, it was like off the cuff. I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm just going to go get it done today. Um, Went in and I was a bit nervous. You know how you do for these things. And uh, the guy said, oh, you know, are you okay having this done? Are you feeling all right? I said, yeah, absolutely fine. I said, I'm a bit nervous because I just am, but I don't know why because I know it's not going to hurt really and I know it's going to be absolutely fine. So we did it. It didn't hurt at all. I was sat there afterwards and they give you the whole spiel about how to look after it and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was talking at 100 miles an hour. And I was okay. just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And I was stood there, <laughs> sat there, sorry, trying to listen to him. And I, I just blurted out because I couldn't concentrate on what he said. I went, it's um very hot in here, isn't it? And he went, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can turn the heater off. So he turned the heater off and he carried on going. Couldn't understand a word he was saying. And I went, no, it's really hot in here, isn't it? Stripped my jumper off. And I got all fidgety and I was like, in my head, I was thinking, I am about to faint. <gasps> I oh my God. About... And he just, he, he wasn't getting the vibe though. So he was really nice. He was a lovely, lovely man. Um, but he just carried on going and you need to do this and you can't do this. And blah, 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 blah. And I was just thinking, I'm about to pass out. I can't understand a word you're saying. And then he eventually realized when I was getting really fidgety. And he got me some water and told me to lie down. And I was all right after a few minutes. Oh, my God. Are you okay now? Yeah, it was fine. It was just like, I don't even know why. I was fine myself because it was just the adrenaline had hit me. And then once the, obviously the piercing had happened and my body had gone, oh, actually that was fine. And it was like, but what do I do now? So it just went into freak out mode and um, I just went really faint. But thankfully I didn't faint. That was nice. But yeah. Yeah. But it oh was fine other than that. Everything else about it was complete. Like it didn't hurt. It was, but yeah. Um, and oh then my, my highlight for this week, as well as getting my ear pierced, um, was we had a hockey club quiz at the weekend. 
And my team came third out of about, I think there was 18 teams there. We came third. And I actually knew some of the answers to the questions, which I was quite happy with myself with because I don't normally know anything. Taking home the bronze medal. Yeah. I'm going to call you Tom Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) can do that if you want. (laughs) Right, Tom. I'm glad you've had a good and and bad week. You've had a bit of 50-50 week, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, the, the low lights were very minor, apart from the okay. flat situation, because that did really wind me up. But it's yeah. done now. It's all clean because he disappeared yesterday. So I cleaned it all up. Well, well done you. Mm. Look at you, Mrs. Hinch. And I have to give a shout out to my mum, because she came over and helped me clean it, because it was that oh, bad. Love Helen. What a vibe. Love her. The thing that I love about Helen, let me tell you guys, right, at uni, she used to send Ralph, like, hair packages, if you'd call it that. And she'd yeah. always include stuff for us. She once sent something over and it was, like, full of face masks. She sent a cake. She's like, have a lovely evening, ladies. Cheers, Helen. I absolutely You've will. actually Love said her. this before on the podcast. You've have I? Yeah, because she said afterwards, oh. she was like, oh, Bonnie's so lovely, isn't she? <laughs> well, I feel like I've been treated by Helen to face masks and cake. It's brilliant. So cheers. <laughs> no complaints may I add right shall we move on yeah take it away Borny okay. you're the girl, right. gal so, with the plan this week man with the plan girl with the plan yeah um so the first thing that I would like to talk about is femininity I can't say the word femininity femininity is that it femininity <laughs> how do you say it this is the tongue twister for the week guys Say femininity. Femininity. That's it. Femininity. No. Femininity. That's it. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Femininity. Well, that would do. Female-inity on the end. Femininity. (laughs) Right. You get the (laughs) point. I don't know how you say it. Um, You've got it. You've got it. (laughs) I've I've lost my train of thought now. Right. Femininity in sports. (laughs) (laughs) okay so where I'm going with this is I've been doing some thinking as one does Mm -hmm. and I it's always dangerous when you start thinking yes extremely dangerous um everyone watch out I'm on the loose um (laughs) if if we're very stereotypical here and we're thinking about inverted commas girly things and what you'd pass as girly Mm mm-hmm that would be what, like makeup, hair, shopping, the colour pink, four of my favourite things in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so stereotypically, I'd say I'm quite girly mm-hmm. in comparison to a lot of sports players. And I was like, well, why? Why is that? How bizarre? And then I was thinking, to be taken seriously in sport, you have to, well, you don't have to, but it feels like, you have to put that aside and just show that you're there as an athlete rather than as a individual. Does that make sense? Am I just talking rubbish? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but I don't know that I'd fully agree with you. Okay. Just, okay. Just, just let me explain a little bit more then. Okay. What I'm saying is, do you think there's a reason why majority, because I would say on average, maybe like three quarters of sportswomen a, a very much like I don't know stereotypical sounds really bad doesn't it but like don't wear makeup and don't really care about the hair like do you know what I mean like it's very just like do you know what I'm trying to say I feel like I'm yeah. saying this wrong no I know exactly what you're you trying what? to say but again I've been thinking I... about this for about two weeks now and I think I've overthought it to the point that I don't know how to say it I think you probably have yeah mm-hmm. but um what's your thoughts yeah, I don't know that I entirely agree with you. All right. I think the sports athletes, female sports athletes who are in the headlines more often are mm. the athletes that are typically girlier. Um, so, you know, people who yeah. take part in athletics or gymnastics, you know, everyone can name gymnasts. Um mm and and runners and anyone who takes part in athletics who typically i would 
I would say a girlier than okay, people I need to like, change my, my because I don't know in my circle of friends they could probably name a female rugby player but I mm. don't think outside of people who are interested in rugby they would be able to name a female rugby player that are yeah. stereotypically again we're saying stereotypically not as girly as I don't know an athlete who plays a a, because I think because with a sport like rugby it is a male dominated sport anyway something Mm, like athletics very 50 50 in terms of females and males taking part in it you don't think when someone says oh I'm I do athletics you don't instantly think of a man or a woman whereas I would say Mm. if you said oh they're a rugby player you'd instantly think they were a male yeah let me just change this when I was thinking I was thinking cricket specific okay that's where my thought was going from but I get what Ah, you're saying about the athletics gymnast totally get that but I in my mind I was was thinking on the cricket side of things like you know and you have like for example if you've got an all-male team you've got one female Mm -hmm. like stereotypically oh okay you tend to be I see yeah yeah I do see your point. That's now. My bad. That's bad. So That's on on sort me. of more of a grassroots level, if you mm, are yeah. a female playing within a male team, your your statement is that you get taken more seriously if you're yes. not a girly girl. That's literally what I'm trying to say. Yes, I've yeah. been trying to get it out, but I've overthought this. Yeah, I think you're probably right with that, okay. and and I'd say. You know, me and you, I'd put, you're obviously the, the girlier of the two of us. Um, and what I've always found very interesting, and I probably haven't actually, I don't think I've ever actually said this to you, but what I've found interesting is when we started this campaign and we were talking about the sexism that we'd received playing cricket, a lot of the mm. comments you'd received were comments about your body maybe or mm. uh, relationships or things like that. Whereas the comments I received were more about just the fact that I was a girl and not necessarily mm. about my how my body looks or, or whatever. And I've always yeah. found that quite an interesting thing. And I've wondered yeah. whether that was maybe because you come across as a, a more girly girl and I don't men sort of change their tact of how they're going to raise their insults that is such an interesting point and I get that that's wow yeah I hadn't thought of it like that before that would make total sense interesting Mm. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very thought-provoking that one isn't it no it is yeah because yeah because I just kind of thought because like, even when I was younger, I've always kind of been stereotypically girly. Like, mm. and a, a lot of female players, like, if if I wasn't in an all-female team as well, a lot of them weren't. And I was always, like, the one that kind of was. Like, for example, think about our uni team. You could probably put the girly girls, like, on a hand. Me, Hull. Um, is that it? <laughs> no, there's definitely more. Is that it? There's, there'll probably be more over over that three year period. Over three years, yeah, but they're like, I would, I'm trying to think who else. I'm scared who would get saying, about whether they're classed as a girly girl or not. No, Hull's girly girl. She loves it. <laughs> but also, it'll be then. Then we can know who listens to the podcast. Oh, rat them all out, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, okay, especially in a in a male team, interesting. On on the topic of cricket, I've actually, I suppose, I was going to include this as a highlight, but then I thought I would talk about it separately. Um, So obviously a couple of weeks ago, you had the news that you were now on your club's committee. Mm -hmm. And I too am now on my club's committee. Oh, well done. That's amazing. Oh, that's so good. Congratulations. Thanks. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel good. I don't really have like a set role as such, but I think it will be really beneficial for me to be able to give opinions from the point of view of a girl playing in a men's team um, or just being a girl in cricket and trying to get more. I mean, I'm always striving to get more girls into cricket anyway. Um, So I'm excited to feel like I have a bit more responsibility in doing so. 
Um, but yeah, I think it would just be useful because I have, you know, when it was all announced and everything, I went straight to the chairman and I told him about mm-hmm. our campaign and I told him about what we've been doing. And I told him that we had contacts with, uh, the league in Sussex and also the league in Leicestershire. And I'm really hoping mm-hmm. now that my club can sort of get behind it as well and try push this, this campaign forward. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I'm very happy for you. Oh, Congratulations. You. I'm yeah. sure you'll do an amazing job on that committee. As yeah. For those who don't know, Ralph was club captain of Exeter University Ladies Club. Oh. Ladies Club? Ladies Cricket Club. <laughs> um <laughs> She was club captain for a year and she was very, very good at the role. So I'm sure she'll be amazing on this committee as well. Thank you. You're, You're welcome. Too kind. It, made it, it made that job a lot easier having a really good welfare sec, but I can't remember Who what her name was. Bella Rawn. Bella Rawn, yeah. Bella <laughs> Devon. <laughs> you are Cruella from now on. Cruella. Arr. 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 I did that. Um, <laughs> That's an ick. That is an ick, yeah. Um, right, what's on your list? Anything else? Um, shall we do our new feature, which I have been asked that we need to get a jingle for. Um, so that's going to be my plan in the next week is to come up for a jingle for our new sports news sector sector okay Amazing. That sounds good yeah yes um, yeah sector so segment that's the word i was looking for segment 100 percent. there we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so the piece of news sports news that i have seen over the course of the last couple of weeks since we because we obviously missed a week um, is the first ever under 19s Women's World Cup, Cricket World Cup. Yeah, I was going to mention this. Was that? Yeah, so good. And it's brought so much coverage to, to cricket as well. And yeah, amazing. It really has. And it's brought a lot of coverage to those younger players that are going to be coming through into the senior teams. And I think mm. if you can put a spotlight on those athletes, so for example, Grace Scrivens, I think I pronounced her name right. Um, she was the highest run score of the competition, English player. And now people have seen that and heard about that. So now when she goes and plays in the 100 in the summer, that's going to be a name that people can already associate with and can already, you know, yeah. get excited about watching play. And I think if she's got a fantastic career ahead of her, you know, then when she steps into an England women's shirt, if that happens... Um, then she's already built a fan base for herself and people will be already be excited about uh, watching her play, which I think is a really exciting thing. And I think it's really promising for women's cricket. Yeah, hundred percent. And like similar to what you said, it's really important because if you see them now, you can back them from such a, like from the very start, mm. um, like you do it in men's sports. Like you see a lot of men's players, they've come through the system and, and you've watched them grow up. And now you can start doing that with women's cricketers. That's amazing. That's so good. So you can see these players now and you can think in 10 years, I watched their first game on TV. Like, yeah. how good is that? That representation of for young girls to say, oh, that's my favourite player. I love her. And then have that that drive and passion that you have in men's sports as well. So yeah, amazing. Yes. I, love it. I think another uh, really good thing to take from it as well is that countries where cricket isn't as developed as you know in England we're we're doing pretty well for women's cricket and Mm. countries like Australia are as well but there were other Mm. countries that competed in that competition that haven't got to the point where their first 11 are classed as professional cricketers and being paid to do it um yeah the fact that they could still enter an under 19s competition uh was really exciting because it means that that's going to progress their cricket and develop their cricket in their Mm. countries as well so yeah, it's only open standard, you know, for senior international cricket as well. Yeah, it really, it's really important because especially for young girls in those countries as well, they're now seeing it become a thing and they can start joining in the games with the boys and becoming an actual, like, a, a people thing rather than a boys and girls thing, which is great. Yeah. 
So that's mm, it for uh, that. sports, sports news. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've got something else to talk about, and it's very off topic, but Go on. I saw it and um, I didn't want to not bring it up because... I thought the world's gone crazy. What on earth is going on? So I I've think, seen an influencer. Sorry, just to interrupt you here. I think this is the one that you, because you, you sent me a message about this and I yeah. have no idea what you mean about this. So I'm be, re- I'm really interested to learn from what you're about to say as well. Okay, cool. So yeah, so I saw an in- influencer online, literally in a hysterical state, crying her eyes out, like really having a breakdown pretty much. Um, mm. And she was like, guys, stop sharing it, stop doing this. And I was like, stop sharing what? Like, what, are you, what are they on about? So I think she's a gamer on YouTuber, I believe. I could have had that wrong. But she, yeah, so someone had basically used AI to make her look like she's a porn star. And obviously where AI is can look so realistic, everyone thought it was her. And now, and even though it's not her, it, she still feels like, the, like she's been violated. Cause she's, like people have seen parts of her body that aren't actually her body but it's so realistic that it's invasive like it is does that make sense yeah no it does yeah yeah oh blimey so also she she's obviously absolutely distraught like guys please stop, stop it's not me it's ai blah blah but it's so real and obviously once it's on the internet then you know it's done yeah so yeah i just thought i know it's not really related to our podcast but i just it kind of has to be brought up and discussed i think yeah that's a very interesting topic I haven't heard about this at all um Mm. and I presume that a lot of our listeners haven't either um Mm. but I think that is so scary that that can be done and there's so much coming out at the minute about AI and um what it can do you know they're talking about uh students being able to put stuff into a little chat box and it spits out essays for you and teachers are getting scared that they're not actually going to know if the kid's written the piece of work or not because you can select to have errors and stuff in there as well um Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really scary we get into a really scary point where technology is fantastic but to use it for things like that there's just that's disgusting it really is yeah I mean, how do you moderate that? How do you even attempt to moderate that? Yeah, that is a big question. Because you've got you've got things like anime and and you have that going around and, and people make that into kind of like porn and stuff. But to actually recreate it of a human being against her will, consent, and have it look like it, it as if it is her. And if you looked at it at a glance, you would think it's a human being. You wouldn't think, oh, that's AI. And mm-hmm. even if it is a human being, if you're a friend or family and and you're thinking, what's 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 going on here? I didn't know she was like doing that or, or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. it's very invasive of her privacy. Yes. And obviously, it's scary that it can happen to to anyone. And yeah, I yeah, do exactly. really feel for the girl. And if it's happened to her, then what's to say that isn't going to happen to even bigger celebrities? Or and it, that could be the end of their career almost. That you know, the mental health that is attached to to things like that is. You know, it's scary to think what the the effects yeah. that this has on people. Well, I saw a video the other day and someone was like, tell me this isn't Tom Hardy. And I watched a video and I was like, oh, that is Tom Hardy. It was AI of Tom Hardy walking around, talking, saying things. And I could not believe that it wasn't real. Oh, so, that's scary. But yeah, sorry to put a damper on it. No, interesting topic though. I like that. Yeah. There was one more topic on your list, wasn't there? There could well be, Georgia Ralph. There could oh, well be. Oh, you didn't have your list, do you? It was about um, parents' advice. Yes. So this one, I actually thought about the other day. Um, it's not really that deep. I just having a think, you know what I'm like. Um, <laughs> is there any advice that your parents gave you when you were younger that you didn't really take seriously? And looking back, you think, oh, they were right. Um... I wouldn't say there's anything that I didn't take seriously at the time, but I think my mum has always been one to say everything happens for a reason. And so when mm-hmm. anything hasn't gone the way that I've wanted it to go, she's always reminded me of that. And yeah, I, I actually was thinking 
of similar things about sort of advice that my mum's given me over the years. And I realized that whenever something bad happens or something, you know, gets you down, doesn't go the way you want it to go. My mum has always been about uh, sort of being like, okay, so what can we do about it now? What can you do about it now? Yeah. It's never been a, oh, let's go and cry on the sofa and get really sad about it and I'll give you a load of Mars bars. It's always been, okay, yeah, this is sad, like fair enough, but okay, what are we going to do now? How are we going to mm-hmm. get out of this? And I think that's why I am, I've described myself as quite a motivated person and mm-hmm. I do, you know, when something does go wrong, I'm looking at what I can do to find the best in it I guess yeah however so, the Mars bars on the sofa does sound great so I wouldn't be <laughs> impartial to that I've not had a Mars bar actually I might get one tomorrow mm, they're good yeah oh no, that's really lovely actually what a nice mm. tribute what about yeah. you um mine would be so like you know when you turn 18 and you think you know you're the new one on the block you know you think you're the bee's knees can't touch me untouchable yeah. And then your mum always says, don't walk home, get a taxi. Yeah. That, because now I'm not walking, it's star. You don't know who's out there. Oh my God. You yeah. know people's intentions. Yeah. But like, at the time I think, I, like, I'm a woman, I can walk home. Like, I don't care who's out there, they shouldn't be attacking me. Whereas now I'm thinking, I don't want to risk it. I'm too scared. Yeah. Like, even just walking down the road when it's dark, will not do it. Nah, no way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it's just a little thing like that. And I thought, hmm, actually, should have listened when I was 18. But then, then I thought, oh, it's fine. I'll make sure that my kids, you know, listen. But then that's probably what they thought. Yeah. It's just yeah. like round circles and it's interesting. I think when we, if we do ever become parents, I think there'll be a lot of things that we say to our kids that we suddenly realise are things that our parents said to us. And we used to go, yeah, I'm not listening to that the whole time we've just been massive hypocrites don't go and drink yeah. too much oopsie <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I started coaching and I was come out with things that like teachers had said to me at school you know when a kid was being naughty or something and you'd say something yeah. and I think afterwards I'd think oh that's what my teachers used to say to people <laughs> <laughs> oh no look what I'm becoming yeah yeah this actually leads me on to a good point nicely because I've had an epiphany recently that actually yeah, right. I need to stop acting like a teenager. Only in the sense that, and I mess you about this. Um, so I'm going to put a controversial thing up there, and it's very against what our whole campaign. So obviously our campaign is say no to sexism. But I think sometimes sexism is good, and let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, please, this takes for the pinch of salt. I don't mean this. But you know when people are like, oh, no, like, let's get a man to carry that. That's really heavy. Absolutely, let's get a man. I'm not carrying that. I don't want to carry it. Do you know what I mean? Or like when they're like, oh, oh, let's get a man to sort your car out. Absolutely, let's get a man to sort my car out because I have no idea what's going on with my car. You know? <laughs> when you said the carrying boxes, I was against you because I like to think, no, if I'm going to, if I've got a heavy box, I'll carry it. But with the yeah, car one, I do know absolutely nothing about cars. And I do think I'll get a man to sort that out. But having said that, if there was a female mechanic, I wouldn't say don't oh, go equally, equally. Let's get because a response. To be fair, adult. anyone that knows anything about cars, please deal with my car because I don't absolutely. understand how it works. No, it just, it, it kind of came into my head because today I accepted a delivery and delivery guy, it was like these really massive, heavy, like pieces of wood. And this delivery guy was like, oh, is there a man around to come and help it? And I looked at it and I thought, yeah, don't want to carry that. I'll go get a man for you. <laughs> I was literally about to step in and go, no, I can do it. And I looked at it and I thought, nah, not for me. <laughs> and I thought, oh, do you know what? Maybe, I, maybe I'm actually against my own campaign. Maybe sexism is good. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, my God. Don't cancel me. <laughs> so on one of our Instagram posts, we have had some questions from the one and only Matty B, Borny's dad. Um, so we're going to go through some of them. I think we'll go through some today and some next week. I think that was... Yeah, um, he, he binge-watched all of the podcast in one go 
Um, and then had a lot of comments to leave. So, you know, left you about did. 20 under one house. But we love the support. Yeah, we do love the support. We love people asking <laughs> questions. And um, yeah, we love involvement and interaction with our fans. So Matty B wants to know, who is your favourite parent? Oh, come on. You can't answer that. But do you know what? I don't actually have one. How can you? Like, they're very different, my parents, I feel like. Yeah, Girl. I don't have a favourite. No. I think I don't I think you can. I don't think you can have a favourite. It's not even, like, just saying, oh, I don't have favourites. I genuinely don't have a favourite. How no. can you pick the two different influences? Do you know what I mean? It's not exactly. the same vibes. Exactly. But I think Matty B was just looking for you to see him then. So. Oh, 100%. I'm not falling for the bait. <laughs> I'm a woman now, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change one law of cricket, what would it be? This is interesting because I was thinking about this. What do you think of the man cad? Because there's been some laws changed or there's been discussion about it being changed or something. Yeah, so I don't like the man cad rule. No. I I liked it so that there was a rule where you got one warning, if you did it again, then you would be out. So should we just mm-hmm. clarify? So a man cad, for anyone who isn't a cricket fan, is when the batter at the non-striker's end is out of their crease and the bowler stops within their action and takes the bails off the stumps. That's um, a very good explanation. Thank you. I tried to keep it simple, short, sharp, concise. Yeah, it felt good. Yeah, I got that vibe. Good. Um, but yeah, so it used to be that you'd get one warning. If you did it again, then you were out. Then they scrapped the warning and they said, no, if you do it at any point, you're out straight away. And that's what I don't like. I liked the warning Mm. because sometimes it is very accidental and you just need the, oh, no, get back in your crease. And then you stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think think it's it's caused, there was a really big game last year with Charlie Dean. Charlie Dean. Yes. And the one and only Charlie Dean. It was was it in the final? Yeah, and it was India. a really yeah really exciting final. It was the last over of the game. There was about four, three or four balls to go, and something like five runs to get. It was really close. Yeah, really exciting. I can't remember the exact stats of it. I'm, I'm pretty I mean, sure Charlie was batting, and she was like she was on like a forties, or she's like she was pretty in. And I yeah, think she was, the other, I I think the other batter say, was fairly new to the crease. I want to say Charlie was on 49. Yeah. And I it would have been her like, first half century for England. Yeah, she was doing, yeah, it was a big moment for her. Yeah. And um, the, the she Indian was bowler. With yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the Indian bowler, I think it was Sharma? Yeah, that's what um, I was going to say, but I was the first name is dead. And uh, it just ended the game there and then. It was set to be such an exciting game for women's cricket, and it ended on that, which left such a bitter taste in so many people's mouths. And it just, I think yeah. it ruined the atmosphere in the stadium. I obviously wasn't there, but from watching it on yeah. the TV, you could sort of see how deflated everyone was after it. And it was like, that would have been a game that people talked about for ages. And now it's yeah. a game that people talk about for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And also, from Charlie's perspective, she's she's young. Like, she's, what, two years younger than us? So she's, what, 20, 21? Um, yeah. And she is such a talented cricketer. So talented. She was captain of London Pride. Was it London Pride? Yes. London Spirit. London Spirit, that's one. Was, uh, London Pride's the beer. Know <laughs> <laughs> what you've got on your mind. Well, you know me. Um, yeah, she was captain of London Spirit in the 100 last year. Um, she's extremely talented. And this is a massive moment for her to to win a game for England, take it home for everyone. It was her big moment. And it just felt like it, it just got almost taken away from her. I mean, yeah, she was out of the crease. I get that. But it didn't look like she was doing it to gain anything. She was 
almost stood there. She wasn't, you know, half down the wicket. She was only slightly out. And that's why it was so bitter because she wasn't trying, it didn't look like she was trying to take advantage of the bowler's action or anything like that. It was purely, you know, just happened to be an inch out of the crease. Yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah. frustrating. I found it really frustrating to watch, actually. Yeah, um, and bless Charlie, she was in tears afterwards, wasn't she? And I felt so, like, empathetic for her. I was like, oh, my God, like, my yeah. heart hurt for her. Do you know what I mean? It sounds yeah. a bit dramatic, but it did. For sure. Yeah. Um, The next question on the list is, if you were blindfolded, do you think you'd be any good at visually challenged cricket? No. I mean, what about you? I my <laughs> hat goes off to people who can play blindfolded cricket. It really yeah. does. Oh my god! I just I can barely hit a ball with being able to see it. So not being able to see it, I just wouldn't have a clue. I don't think. The yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Like how you can do that because you have, there's like um, sounds in the ball, isn't it? Yeah. And as you bowl it, you hear it. And as it gets closer, that's when I went to hit it. That's mental. How are you so in sync with your, like, senses? Mm. But, yeah. Mm. Like, hats really off to anyone who can do that. It's because... one thing that I've wanted to give a go for quite a long time um, and just not got around to sort of getting the opportunity to, to try it. But I would really mm. like to try it at some point. Let's um, hold that thought there and have a discussion, Georgia Ralph. Go on, then. No, aside from the podcast. Oh, okay. We could, you know, our plans, we could incorporate. Oh my God, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, okay. Shh, don't we tell anyone. Shh, don't tell we, we could incorporate that into our big day. Yeah, okay. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, should we do one, one more one question? More. Oh, great minds think alike. Yes, please. What is the soundtrack to your life? This is a um, question. ABBA, straight up. You know, like the, the Mamma Mia soundtrack from the films? That's Yeah. Okay. Mine would be the one that goes, this girl is on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I think it, it, there's two connotations there. There's a song about okay. being a great person and also <laughs> the fact that my hair's ginger. And it just highlights okay. that I'm on fire, literally like, on fire. You quite literally are on fire. So it's, you know, like metaphorical and literal. Yeah. Yeah. So that would okay. be my song of choice. Oh, soundtrack. I was thinking of album. Oh, my bad. Well, album works. That's fine. Just Yeah, I'm going for the whole album. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. Go for it. There's no, no rules here. Would you like a fun fact? Go for it. A podcast exclusive. So um, the song Slipping Through My Fingers by ABBA, my dad actually created a playlist when I was leaving for uni. Um, so I live about four and a half hours away from Exeter. And on the drive down, my dad had this playlist, me and my mum and him. And the first song that came on was Slipping Through My Fingers. Literally 30 seconds into the journey, both my parents are bawling their eyes out. And I'm just sat back like, oh, I've got four and a half hours of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's sunglasses go straight on. Bless. Yeah. Very sweet. Very, very, very sweet. They were sad to get rid of you, but I th- I'm convinced there must have been some happy tears in there because at the time, sure, no. <laughs> I'm sure when they got home, they thought, thank God we've got some peace and quiet now. <laughs> Probably. Do you know what? I think at the time they think, oh, I don't want to let her go. And now they think, wouldn't have her back. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> Look, quiet. Too fair. They do say that me and Adam are the quiet, uh, the quiet, the louder couple out of uh, Josh and Betts. That gives me no surprises at all. They're like, we know when you've entered the house, we're both like crazy energy, whereas <laughs> they're very like calm energy. <laughs> oh, dear. funny. Right. right. Shall we wrap up for this week? Wrap up. Yeah. Wrap up warm. Wrap up, will you? Put your what is off. your piece of advice for the week, Borny? Oh, oh, actually, advice. can I just pause? On, I think it was our last podcast, my piece of advice was go away 
and spend an hour to yourself doing something that you enjoy. And I'd be intrigued mm. to know if you actually went away and spent an hour to yourself doing something that you enjoyed. Um, yes and no. I split okay. it into half an hour segments and it's something that I've now incorporated into my life. I wanted to start breaking up my days at work because I sit there for eight hours, nine hours, mm. not moving. Yeah. So now... I take myself on a half an hour walk every day. I'm doing like two or three K a day just by walking. Oh, that's really nice. And like, I have no music. Sometimes a colleague will come with me or it's just me to myself with my own mind having a great time. So yeah, I do, but not an hour. That's nice. A little half an hour burst. That's, that counts. Yeah. But I, for my hour, I, so I'm trying to learn how to play the drums and I'm really yes, enjoying it because it is time that I have to myself where it doesn't matter if I'm rubbish at it and I'm not very good at being rubbish at things um but it's a time that I just go and I just give something a go that's new and trying to learn something new and I really enjoy it so I took myself off for an hour before work um to a studio and played the drums oh I love that that's yeah. really good yeah it's good you're like Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks something like that yeah Sorry, you may now proceed with your piece of advice. Uh, Yeah, Um, my advice will be, what have we talked about today? Um, It's going to be to take yourself on a hot girl walk. Bam. Nice. Okay. Yeah. My piece of advice is not going to be related to the podcast, but it's going to be, I can see a cookbook in my eyeline. And mm. it is giving me energy to want to cook something new this week that I haven't cooked before. Ooh, I like, I like, Ari, Ari. Makes you do that. <laughs> I like that. There we go. Yeah, I love it. Um, right, shall we do the, uh, the subscribe malarkey? Just on that note, I would like to read a review we have. So every week I say to you guys, remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to us. Please subscribe because you'll get notified when we post so you can listen to our podcast first. Um, and you just know when, we've, when we're out there. So, you know, what what can you lose from that? Nothing. It's only good stuff. And I'd always say, please leave a review and give us five-star ratings. Anything below a five-star, I will not accept and I will come to your house. Um, but we have got a five-star rating and a review. So I'm going to read it now. The title says, going from strength to strength, exclamation mark. Wow. This what is a title. It's starting well. And then we've got the actual review, which says, every episode gets better and better. Not just content, but your delivery and the obvious chemistry between you both. There's such positivity on every podcast and great humour. Keep up the great work. And you know what? That's how I think they uh, they wanted us to read it as well. I think so too. That was exactly how I read it when I read it too. Yeah. Wow, so that's, that's, that is uh, powerful. That. Mm. Right. And just while we're talking about like chemistry, I'm going to say something and it's going to be nice. So yeah. don't cringe, Ralph. Okay. Um, I'm thankful for this podcast for one reason in particular. I think it's brought us a lot closer as a friendship. Do you know, I agree with that. And I've thought about that recently as well. I, I really have. Oh God, yeah. It's really sweet. Because I think sometimes it's hard to transition from uni friendships where you see each other every day to then messaging like each other, like those problems. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like before, if, if I was having a down day, I'd be like, do you fancy playing a game of cards? You'd say, yes, play a game of cards. I'm in a fantastic mood after that. Mm. sorted because now it's difficult but because of the podcast we then message I think we message almost every day I'd say yeah because we're talking to each other about just about life and it's nice yeah it is it is I I and I look forward to recording the podcast not just to talk about some of the things we're talking about or mm. you know to go oh get another podcast out but just because I get to see your little face oh, and we get to like have it. a chit chat and yes, no, yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, you and can't also, see my face right now, but I am. I'm. I've got a big smile on my face. Oh, that guys, I can confirm it's a massive grin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
And also, not to sound cringe, but I feel like we've gone from being good friends to now you're probably one of my best friends. Yeah, you are. You know I mean? I'd, I'd call you my bestie. You oh my God, bestie. please stop. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to actually cry. Yeah. So I'm just saying thanks, podcast, for that. What a good vibe. Yeah. And thanks, listeners, because the fact that we have listeners makes us keep doing it if we didn't have any listeners. We'd probably still do it anyway, but... yeah. At least we have something to share this moment with. But that reminds me, how exciting was this? So I had a look on this website and apparently we are the 59th uh, sports news podcast in Great Britain. Wow. We're ranked 59th. Let's try and get us up to in in the 50, in the 50, top 50. Next goal. Next goal is top 50, top 40, top 30, 20. And then no more. And then take over the world. Oh, yeah, we're going for the title for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. But to do that, you have to subscribe, like, comment, review. Now, immediately. Fancy. Do it. Yeah. I'm not being nice about this. Just do it now, please. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. (laughs) Right. Okay. Guys. Sing a song. Oh, God, I knew this was coming. (gasps) Okay. I've actually got one. Are you ready to listen? Yeah. So are you on, like, New Zealand TikTok? Uh, no, probably not. Okay, yeah. it's a New Zealand like child song, and it goes, "What's up, Buzznut? Uh, moose ain't sticking, water ain't sticking, uh, hair sticking up like the backing of a chicken. Ain't gonna use no silly hairspray." And it's it basically talking about having a bad hair day, and it's a child like a children's song in New Zealand. It's an absolute banger. Go and listen to it, seriously. I'll go and listen to it, but you're not selling it to me, but I will go and listen to it. I don't know. Okay. I feel embarrassed now. I feel really embarrassed. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And on that note, I'll say goodbye and have a fantastic week, people. And you, Borny. And just everyone. Even if you listen to this podcast or not, have a fantastic week. But especially to those who do listen to the podcast, yeah, have a better um, week. It really, I just mean only people that listen to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.